All right. Hey, what's going on, guys? And welcome to another episode of Cosplay Bites, the show that's all on cosplay, convention news, and all that good stuff. Um, it's available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and now recently uh, Google Podcasts. So I think those are the four main platforms that I'm going to try to focus on with this show. Um, so this is a very special centered episode and with me i have the ever so talented mm-hmm. falafel cosplay mm-hmm. falafel i like the food it's kind of funny oh okay so yeah, I've, been yeah. saying, I've been saying it wrong this entire time you know, a bunch of people have said it every other which way <laughs> that i could ever imagine <laughs> so yeah it's just like the food falafel all right okay yeah so before we get into that just normal housekeeping stuff um Oh, yeah. If you guys like the show, uh, definitely rate and review it. Uh, it helps me out a lot. And you can also support it on either my Patreon if you want to pledge or through the Anchor uh, listener support feature that they have. Um, over on my blog, where I featured Falafel, <laughs> there we go, multiple <laughs> times, um, there's a couple of posts i got planned and set um this week you can check out features on oki cosby's uh bayonetta specifically the um outfit from the second game and then i have uh like kovacs uh in her sheikah link outfit mainly from breath of the wild and then upcoming i have meryl sama's quiet from metal gear solid 5 Nicole Marie Jean, Savage Rogue. I got a Score Bunny and a League of Legends cosplay uh, coming up. And for my people that are on Patreon, the my patron that I have, uh, shout out to uh, Coralia Jade, Kat Yuska Moonfox, Mink Besader, Nicole Marie Jean, Noah Wilson, Oh My Sophie, and Shaylin. And... That is pretty much all the housekeeping stuff. So, um, to go to the next part, um, Falafel, as I mentioned before, I've shared her multiple times. Um, I think I found her, like most people, recently in the last couple of years through other cosplayers that I uh, follow, and it would your female ganondorf that mm-hmm. won me over <laughs> so yeah it was a fun build I, I miss wearing it i actually haven't put on ganon in in quite a while but uh, yeah i think that's the first time that you had reached out to me and that's i think that was your first um blog post of one of my cosplays too yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you did meta night which i lost my mind over <laughs> thank you thank you so much you're welcome yeah um, yeah, I couldn't. I I couldn't wait any longer because I know you still. I guess you do. You still have photos you're waiting to hear back from, or no? So with Meta Knight, I haven't actually done like a full shoot yet. Oh. So um, a uh, a friend of mine, Louie AI Louie on Instagram, he he wanted to do a video for it at Katsukon, um, this past Katsukon, and that's what right. a lot of those stills and then um. <laughs> A couple of haul shots have come from, but I actually have not done a full shoot yet. I was hoping to do it during the summer, but it's been so hot in Maryland that oh, it's yeah. like to put all of that on, <laughs> I would I would be melting. You will die before I would even start. Yeah, so, <laughs> so trying to find a good time, and then also um, I built Kirby for my friend DB um, at DB yeah. Instagram, and so coordinating a, a shoot for the both of us where it's cool enough that we won't die in the summer heat would be <laughs> when I actually get full shoots from right for that cosplay. Yeah. And then you did your golden Lionel mm-hmm. from breath of the wild, which was simply amazing. I mean, <laughs> I, I definitely want to talk about that more in a later part of the, this episode. Cause yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure I got how you made the centaur part. Mm-hmm. wrong unless i got it right but i definitely want to learn more about it 
I mean, I feel like from um, from what I remember reading of the post, most of it was right. But yeah, we could talk more about that build because that build was was a lot of um, love and trial and error trying to figure out how to yeah. construct that whole bit. But um, <laughs> that, was, that was a wild, wild build to do in a, a short amount of time. So right. it was a fun one too. So now, yeah, now that the uh, now that they revealed that a sequel's in the work, mm -hmm. uh, you're gonna see if there may be something to grab from that. Uh, so it's funny because before it was announced, I was already planning on like a female Calamity Ganon cosplay. Oh my god! So that is definitely my my Katsu, um, my next Katsu Con large build that right. I'm working with. I always try to find something with builds that like I've never really explored much of before. So that one's kind of going to be my big like LED armor build. Oh, okay. Um, so I've been designing a little bit of it and um, I've been bouncing between so many other projects this summer that I haven't gotten a jump on it yet. But Calamity Ganon is going to be the next one for sure. Nice. That, tr that mini trailer in E3 killed me. And I was like, I have to. <laughs> I have to know, there's no way I can't. So. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be that'll be an interesting uh cosplay to see once it's all finished. Mm -hmm. If I do it right, knock you, on, knock no, on wood. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you will. Knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so we can just get right into it. So yep. in a previous episode with uh Akaki Yoga, uh we talked about pack seeds and then we talked a little bit about um what it's like for uh, people of color to be in the cosplay world. And she said that from what I remember, <laughs> she said progress had been made, but there's still a lot more to deal with. Mm -hmm. Like a lot more that we need to get through as a community, like in the cosplay world. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, I guess I could just leave it off to you. Um, So I guess to start it off, how do you feel about being um, a, a POC in the cosplay world? Like, how has it been? My my personal experience uh, has been a mix of a bit of joy, a bit of frustration in some points. Um, I've I've only been cosplaying for about two and a half years now, and honestly, the longest the reason why I waited so long, or I I you know, kept telling myself that I I could not do it was because of the lack of representation I saw when I was younger. Right. Uh, the the focus was very much not on POC cosplayers and the thought, the idea was very heavy that if you didn't look like that character, then you should not cosplay that character. Yeah. So when I was when I was growing up, I was like, I can be Rose from Full Metal Alchemist. I can be Storm. I can be possibly jade from mortal Kombat. like my options were very limited in the pool you were restricting yourself life. yeah right right and um <coughs> i agree that it's, it's grown so much and that we're seeing all of these incredibly talented um people of color cosplaying across all spectrum of anime gaming um shows movies multi-fandoms absolutely uh, yeah and cosplaying all types of characters any uh race shape size um that it it fills me with such inspiration that i was like okay i i can do this this is something that i'm more than capable of doing yeah i'm very happy that there is a support group within the community of of um poc cosplayers and that we're very much rooting for each other to to make that build to do that cosplay to be that character because um Again, there there can be a lot of pushback, you know, with um, people saying, "Oh, you can't cosplay that character because that character isn't black or Latino or you know, which whichever race they may be," or saying that, or or not giving enough focus to somebody who's cosplaying as a person of color. Yeah. Then if somebody else who isn't a person of color is cosplaying that same character, or um, things like you know, getting excluded from from shoots or being harassed on the internet. Lord knows how many times people told me to, to kill myself because I was Princess Peach, because Princess Peach is not black. But 
it's oh, God, beautiful. Thanks. Yeah, it's it sucks, but it's very beautiful that the community is so strong and so supportive that you can push past those um, those negative those negative words and actions and 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 really create something fun and just have fun with each other, you know? Because like yeah. at the at the root of it all, we're all dressing up like fictional characters, right? <laughs> like, like it shouldn't never be that deep to be like so like upset that a person of color is cosplaying somebody who who yeah. is white or you you know what i mean so yeah so the, seeing the community grow and being able to be representation for other people is a great joy and it it fills my heart with such warmth when like somebody will message me and was like you know i started cosplaying because i saw you cosplay like that is like the biggest the biggest the, kind the of compliment bitch. you can kind of get out of the cosplayer, immensely, yeah. yeah. So um, I, I do agree with that, you know, a lot of progress has been made, but I think there's so much farther that the community can go to really be completely inclusive to um, to cosplayers of color, so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I definitely have heard of photographers definitely excluding Cosplayers, mm -hmm. pe people of color, uh, more more so like the the big named like popular photographers I've heard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, it makes you just like really like appreciate like God bless uh, David No mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. all of his crazy shoots where he takes like dozens upon dozens of pictures that every con he goes to. Which yeah. the guy seems to be everywhere. It's it's really amazing. <laughs> I know, but he yeah. he really shoots all types of people you know he he's one to really appreciate cosplay and in the the fun and the creativity and artistic nature of it and he doesn't exclude any type so it's funny like you can go through his feed and you will see all the representation of every different type of person imaginable right and right. it's super beautiful but sometimes there there are photographers where if you go through their feed it's all the same type of people same body shape same like race of people yeah or they they'll they won't have they'll have like one maybe two after scrolling for two minutes you know people of color yeah in their in their feed um so so that gets it gets hard there's a lot of different things that that are set up to almost discourage somebody from wanting to do it because they feel like they're not good enough because they are a person of color which right. sucks because it's not true you know yeah and so if if I if I could let anyone know that that you can cosplay whoever you want as long as you're not hurting anyone, and as long as you're not hurting yourself, you can you can do whatever that you want to do. You know, right? So, exactly. um, no, David's great though. Actually, he 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 took a picture. He's taken a couple of pictures of me, but his his Meta Knight Kirby one is is one of my favorite shots. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the ones that I use in mm -hmm. the write-up. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then just trying to think. I mean, mm -hmm. then you have, then you have people that. I mean, it's not really seen over here, but I, I, because I've seen many people just like point fingered at like the um, the cosplayers over in the European areas, mm -hmm. or like the main couple of few that are stupid that try to get a rise out of people when they do blackface. Right, right. Part of their cosplay, which is very weird to me. Right, yeah. That that's a, a another whole large issue in um, the community that that does hurt uh, people of color is is blackfacing in the cosplay community. And the ultimate question, which I I think it's funny for it to even be a question, but the question of is it okay to to race face while cosplaying if you're trying to be you know accurate to that character no yeah um to which it, it, the answer will always be no it's not okay um there's a long not only is there a long history of blackface of race facing that is very um discriminatory and uh further marginalizes and oppresses people of color by portraying these negative stereotypes uh but aside from that history of blackfacing it's the the it gets down to the point of that at the end of the day, like that race facer gets to wash it off. 
and they don't get to experience the discrimination when when, when somebody is faced with a different skin color. You know what I mean? Yeah. So at the end of the day, I can't I can't wash this off. No, you <laughs> can't. At the end of the day, I'm gonna be black. <laughs> I'm gonna be Latina, no matter how hard I'm scrubbing in the shower. That's just gonna <laughs> be That's just who I'm gonna be. But you know, there's always the defense of, um, well, while I'm honoring that character by by changing my skin color. That's and bullshit. It, it, yeah, it's not it's not honorable <laughs> in the least, in the least to the sense. No, it's not. Um, oh, I want to be accurate. Uh, we will know exactly who you are if you just wear the costume. You don't have to change the color, because it's it turns into a mockery of the struggles that people of color have to face. Right. And you know, at, and at the end of the day of it all, the messed up part of it is that that person who has race face to cosplay that character will end up getting wildly, like, much more um, attention from the community yeah. than somebody who is a person of color cosplaying that character. You know, so there's there's privilege there that um, people sometimes don't want to acknowledge or if they want to troll the internet or do, do whatever they will. Um, but that's just another layer of discouragement that um, that black cosplayers, that Latinx cosplayers, that um, that any any person of color really is faced with in the community. That's like, well, should I should I continue to cosplay? Should I keep doing this if I'm just going to be kind of hit day after day with right. you know foolishness? <laughs> and it, and sometimes it gets hard. It honestly does. But um, again, with the support group of just some incredibly talented people and allies as well, you know, it, yeah. it gets it gets easier to spread the message and, and make cosplay fun again, you know? Yeah. Um, okay, let me think. Mm -hmm. Between, so fo focusing on black cosplayers, do you mm -hmm. feel that Females or males have a much harder time, or is it, is it kind of like equal spread? Um, I like like who gets I guess who gets more quote unquote hate or trolled from the internet more? You know, just that's hard. I yeah, I want to say from what I see, I've seen it on both ends pretty evenly, but you know, right. at the end of the day, you know. Being a black woman, we get hit with both um, racism as well as being hit with misogyny. So yeah. that double that that does get heavier, specifically on if it's you know uh, getting hate or harassed on the internet. I I honestly feel like I've seen it on both ends. Um, uh, and I've I've seen some pretty terrible things said to to both parties of people, but right. I I I also think that you know being a black woman we we get a lot more being double black, yeah double whammy especially right, especially considering that cosplay as a whole generally tend to be more female dominated right. yeah, than the it, males. It there are, I've seen more. I guess more women do tend to cosplay than men. I guess I've seen, but um, yeah, yeah, being both being a woman, be it either cis or transgendered, um, or even non-binary folks get it a lot too. And it's that that layering of, I guess, if you want to call it other, you know, outside yeah. of the the majority, <laughs> um, it it gets you get kind of hit at the same time for different reasons. Right. Um, but I, I don't know. I guess I, I just, when I see it, like, <laughs> to either party, it's just as bad. I don't know if I can, you know, rationalize out, do black men or black women get hit more? That's I, fine. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of hard to say when you have those added, <laughs> added layers to it. Added but, stacks, yeah. 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 So you said... You've been cosplaying for a little over two years, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and now you were 
you wanted to and you were kind of just waiting for the right time to when like you could you were looking to see more representation yeah well i i distinctly remember the first time that i saw a character that i wanted to dress up as and this was like when i was young young i was probably like 10 or 11 maybe when i started watching an anime and i was like oh that character looks like me and you know she she's really cool like for the one episode she was in it was rose from the first full metal and i was like oh i kind of want to dress up like her but then you know being that young and like that wasn't really a, a thing that i could do at the time like limited resources and all that kind of stuff yeah like 10 years old but uh, <laughs> but in growing up, I always thought like, oh, it'd be really cool to dress up as these characters, but like, who could I be that I really like connected with? And then yeah. seeing like online, I'm like, oh, but like, you know, I don't really see a lot of black people cosplaying. I don't really see a lot of Latino people cosplaying. So like, is that something that I'm really like allowed to do? Will I be judged on either end of joining this community? Because Sometimes there's the stigma of, um, like, okay, if I start dressing up and all these people who are not people of color are going to judge me, like, oh, like, what does she think she's doing? Like, she's not a part of this community, so yeah, da da da. Um, judge uh, the general judgment of just liking nerdy things in in sometimes the black and Latino com community when I was growing up was kind of like. If or or is like, oh, why is she dressing up like a character? It's a waste of time kind of thing. But more so was the fear of like, I didn't see anyone else doing it that looked like me. Yeah. So I just assumed that I wasn't allowed to. Like that wasn't a thing I couldn't do. Oh, wow. And um, which was really sad. And then I got older and kind of grew outside of that like thought process of, oh, I can't. And I was like, oh, I can do whatever I damn well please do you know? <laughs> I would, I had yeah. but then i was like oh but money that's expensive <laughs> um, uh, true. I've, also, I've come to learn is also not true learning the things that i know now about crafting is that you don't need a lot of money to get a lot of things achieved but it's true but it was a younger me and so i was like oh, i don't have money i don't have time because i was in school full time when i was considering it um uh, and I, I'm a composer, so I also was writing a lot of music at that time. Oh, wow. And then um, I was like, people with similar interests, because in that friend group I had at the time, I was the only really nerdy one. <laughs> so I was like, oh, like, I would want to do it with, like, someone else and, like, dress up and stuff. Um, so I ended up did, do finding um, nerdy friends. And um, I went to... I guess Katsukon 2017 it was the first ever convention that I've been to. And it was like the coolest thing I've ever witnessed in my entire life. Oh yeah. Like, I went, that was, that was my first Katsukon. I'm trying to think. Yeah. I've really? been to Katsu twice and that was my first Katsukon. Cause I mean, I've been going to cons and cosplaying when I can't in 2012. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. That was my first convention. I did a very makeshift uh, Gladio cosplay. <laughs> Whereas, yeah, but it's it's not as fancy as it sounds. It was literally just a leather jacket, some like black jeans, and a crop top, and then I just painted with acrylic paint his tattoos on my body. <laughs> and I was like, this is it. I did it. Um, no, but it was fun. But um, I went. I was invited by uh, my one of my best friends in the entire world. His name's Joe, um, and his set of friends who are all incredible cosplayers. Um, and I was like, I was blown away. Even from entering the hotel room and just seeing like, it was DV who's at DV on um, DBeep on Instagram, Mr. Bunny, Nikki on Instagram, um, Sam Star Cosplay, uh, Sam also on Instagram. Um, they were they were dressed as these uh, uh, it was like the Pokemon Go, like, but it was in this pinup style. I don't know, but it was very cute, and I was like, wow, like you guys made all of this. And then I'd go out into the hall, and I'm like everyone looks so cool. Yeah, this is the coolest thing. But then I saw 
tons of people who looked like I did. And I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like people like all black cosplayers everywhere having a good time looking awesome in their cosplays. And I was like, I want to do this. And there was a moment actually during that convention where I was like in tears because I was like, I want to look cool too. <laughs> I want to be able to do this. <laughs> the coolest thing I've ever seen. And I've been hooked ever <coughs> since. And so just being able to see, even in that those the three days that I was there, it was like a flood of emotion of like a validation that like I can be who I want to be regardless of, you know, my my gender, my skin tone, like whatever under the sun, I I can learn how to make these costumes. I can wear them. I can go and talk and interact with these people, and we all bond over the same nerdy thing because we're all just doing the same nerdy stuff, and it's awesome. Yeah. Um. So I I just think it's it's so great. Yeah, and you know. Yeah. So remarkable to see no, so many people doing it now. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I guess from that point, I was going to lead into, like, who are your favorite, um, I guess just cosplayers in general, but I guess also, like, somewhat focused on POC cosplayers mm -hmm. that you follow, or, like, who are some that, like, inspire you? Yeah. Like, great, great way to, like, really bring out your best stuff if you can. And... Um. So, my my good friend... I got to pull out my phone so I can make sure I get like people's ads right, you know, because <laughs> it's like, <laughs> if I'm going to shout them out, I really want to do them like the most justice. So, my friend Avery, AC Draymond on Instagram, he, his builds are super incredible. So, like, clean. Uh, he's done Genji, he's done different uh, Batman armor. Um, his, his work is, is one that I really admire. Um, also, my never-ending dreams on Instagram, Monty, who is like very much big armor builds. Because I, my favorite part of cosplaying is making armor builds. I like all types of facets of crafting, but armor is really where I get like the most inspiration from. Right, right. Um, so, so Monty is is really incredible. Um, I'm trying to think of of other builders and other, I guess, cosplayers in general. Um, uh, King Kitsu is great uh, because of his activism in the community. And like Kitsu really just speaks out for people of color and the cosplay community. Yeah. Um, and that's, I find that super inspiring is, is people using their, their platform um lady low cosplay who's super gorgeous uh and, and her work is always great and her positivity like she's just a delight yeah um i think oh a rainbow redwood was one of the first crafting videos that i watched because she, okay. she would post um all of her her build progresses and, okay. and her her sewing skills are like out of this world, completely hmm. out of this world. Um, oh, I, uh, Alley Cat Cosplay? Alley Cat Cosplay, she's incredible. I, I only recently found her a couple months ago and her, her cosplays are so fun and she just has like such a bright personality. Yeah. Uh, I love Alley Cat. Eye Blue Cosplay, who's another great builder of armor. Yeah. Uh, and he he's 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 cool too. Like yeah. great personality. I feel like there's so many people that I could just like Well let me let me let stop. me name some off uh yeah. that I know. Mm -hmm. Specifically focusing on POC, I know there is a um there's Spectra. Spectra, yeah. Yes. Very much so. Yeah. He Spectra. does a really great Aquaman that I really like. Mm -hmm. Uh there's K Bear. Yeah, K Bear of course. Of course, yep. She's a doll. Um, Izzy Sayako. Yeah, oh, she's great. So great. I I met Izzy um, through 
we, I think she first reached out after last year's Blurred Con to me, and we got to meet at Otakon, and she is such a, like, a ball of joy, and she's so funny. Um, I, I worked on, um, why am I blanking on this Yu-Gi-Oh character? Dark Magician Girl. <laughs> I worked on Dark Magician Girl, and, um, she actually came to my apartment, and we stayed up, like, for hours trying to, like, really make sure that it was right. And it was, she's a blast. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Love, 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 love. Yeah. Um, there's um, Kiss a Frog cosplay mm-hmm. that I recently found, and I shared her uh, Princess Tiana. Yeah, it's which gorgeous. Was gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Oh, smokes. Um, gorgeous. I know I shared Alley Cat, um, her Camilla mm-hmm. from Fire Emblem because. Yes, please, big sister. Right, right, right. <laughs> that and uh, her, her peach, her like queen peach. Oh my god, that gown is insane. Yes, yeah. incredible. Yeah. Um, Night Mage, I've only shared once. Night Mage, I don't know if I know Night Mage. I'm going to look him up real quick though. Odds are you probably have seen him at least. He's done Spawn. Uh, I shared his Black Adam. Oh, yes. Yes, I have. Yep. Okay. Oh, incredible. Yeah, he's... He's definitely a powerhouse. Yeah. <laughs> you see, like, all this great representation, all these great people, <laughs> you know, who are just, like, l- like beaming lights of, of joy and, and love and positivity in the community that, like, are just so inspirational to... to you know, black cosplay or, or people of color cosplayers who are either just starting out or, you know, are kind of timid about starting cosplay. And it's like, we have such a great pool of people and so many more people, you know, coming um, out. And it's it's incredible. Like, it just makes my heart happy. And it's, <laughs> it's like, I wish I could have seen and gotten to know these people when I was younger. You know, I wish yeah. I would have seen all this when I was little and very scared and shy and, and um, you know, down on myself. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Any, uh, I guess, any non-POC customers that you find to be really inspirational and, I guess, helpful, like, ally-wise? For um, POC cosplayers, like I feel like I, moderately okay cosplay. I enjoy his work, and and I've seen him speak on um, on on POC issues in the community. Um, Jessica Negri, of course, is a doll. She's super sweet, and um, I she's she's she she's actually shares a lot of POC cosplayers on her feed, and she's always you know talking about positivity and just being nice yeah. in the community. Um, but, and her builds are incredible too. Many a times did I watch the um, which dragon is it? I mean, she she's done both. Which dragon? Yeah, no. <laughs> but her whole build series where she goes through the time lapse of making her dragons. I wonder if she's how I found you because I feel like she, when she goes on a sharing spree of cosplay that I have no clue who the heck they are, but then mm-hmm. I see their outfits and I'm like, oh, oh, shoot. Right. New person to gush about. Thank you. <laughs> and possibly, I I know she's shared Ganon before and she shared um Lionel before too. Yeah. And Meta Knight, I think too. Yeah. Um so possibly. Right. Um trying to think of who else do I really admire in the community. Um well, um Akaki Yoga. <laughs> yeah, she I had. too, yeah. 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 She's incredible, and I, we 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 finally met. We we first met at not this last katsu, but the katsu before that. It was funny because I was walking by, and there was like a group of Overwatch cosplayers, and I was I was in um my Sombra Samus crossover, and I just turned over and I just see, hey! and I was just like, hey! and I got to meet her then because she was in Arissa, and she's incredible, super sweet. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you feel like the recent strides in media have helped, um, POC 
cost me to really try to get out there more. So like specifically when I'm I'm talking about like you know like movies specifically like Black Panther giant mm-hmm. success uh yeah. into the Spider-Verse with Miles Morales being the titular character has yeah. that helped? I most definitely. It's yeah. it's again that that uh, you I I I get um I get idioms wrong all the time. So it's like you can't you can't be what you can't see. Is that the the right way to say that? Where like I have no idea. Okay, somebody will probably be like, "Yeah, that's how you say it." I don't know, but seeing that representation of people that look like us in like large media outlets like Black Panther or into the Spider Verse, where you're just like, "That's that's me," you know, that they're sharing a part of my story. You know, we we get you know kind of outcast sometimes in these outlets or you know um like like um i forget things all the time uh, um ghost in the shell where they cast scarlett johansson instead of of an actual japanese woman or things like that that happens all the time so when we actually see it when it's actually (sighs) accurate representation of us it's awesome and it makes us want to cosplay those characters. Yeah. It makes us want to cosplay other characters like that because we feel seen. You right. know, it's that visibility. Right. So I think it's I think it's awesome and super helpful to the yeah. the community right now. Yeah. Well, even a, a much more recent take, um the news of who got casted as Ariel in the upcoming right. live action mermaid movie. Mm-hmm. Right, which it's funny to see the arguments on Twitter then where it's like Ariel is not a human person that's real. <laughs> Ariel is a fish <laughs> woman. So it's not out of the realm of possibility for her to be cast as a black woman, you know, because she's a fish, not real. <laughs> but people are up in arms like, well, in Greek mythology, this, that, and the third. And well, why don't we make Tiana white where that's doesn't make sense because a lot of Tiana's storyline was based off of her being a black woman in the South. But that's neither here nor there. If you change it, then you, that takes, <laughs> that creates a large hole in that, in that yeah. hole. Versus a fish woman who's not real, of course you can, you, you know, you can cast. And that's, again, more representation that we don't see because often we are cast aside in these media yeah. outlets. Now it's we're coming to the forefront, and it's awesome because it's completely inc- it's getting towards being completely inclusive. There's right. still work to be done, but the 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 inclusivity movement is is trucking along strongly, yeah. and um, I feel like our voices are starting to slowly but be surely heard. Um, I'm excited for Little Mermaid. I'm like I can't wait. Yeah. To- and I, I'm gonna take my niece to go see too, so that she can go see that you you can be her. You can be on yeah, the. Yeah. How many? How many? How many black girls are gonna like all like basically almost like a whole generation is gonna be growing up on that movie? Right. Right. So many little black girls are gonna see like, wow, there's a Disney princess, another Disney princess who looks like me. You right. know, that's incredible. I, I always think back because it's so sad. My nephew, he's ten now. But I remember when he first got um, Splatoon and he created his character, he kept making all of his characters white. And I asked him why. And he was like, oh, well, on the cover, he's white. So and like usually in video games, all the characters are white. So I just thought I was supposed to do that. And I was like, no, kid, like you can make them look however you want. You can make them look like you, you know. So I like taking him to go see, you know, Spider-Man or showing him videos where cosplayers are dressed up black cosplayers are dressed up as all these different characters so he's like wow like i can be that too i can do that too yeah so um so i just think it's it's i'm so excited for the kids growing up and getting to see all these amazing people of color in media so that they can be inspired to go and achieve whatever they want to yeah yeah it's awesome it's awesome well said yeah thank you I it try to awesome. I try to say I feel like I ramble a lot or my thoughts are kind of like spotty. No, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Keep the episode longer. Right. That's what I like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um what else could I mention or bring up? Let me see here. 
I mean, I don't know if there's kind of a redundant question related to when I asked about, like, who has it more harder between black males or black females. But mm -hmm. then, like, when you broaden that spectrum to the minorities, mm -hmm. so, like, who has a much tougher time? Is it, like, POCs, Latinos, or Asians, for that matter? I, is, that, know, is, that, is that kind of, like, the same answer-ish? If... If we jump to talking about colorism in the community, I feel like people who are darker tend to get it harder than people who are lighter, if they, even if they are still a person of color. Um, I acknowledge that I, you know, have a, uh, I, I have a good bit of privilege being lighter skin than yeah. darker skin cosplayers who, you know, because of colorism will be discriminated on more, will face far more, um, you know, racist and like just ugly, like harassment on the internet. Um, right. So I, I, I'll say on that spectrum, be it versus, you know, if it's Asian versus Latinx versus black, it's really colorism wise, darker people tend to, to suffer the most, which is so sad. And, you know, it's important to acknowledge that and point awareness to how awful that is especially me being light-skinned because you know I feel like as an ally to those who are darker skinned who do get faced with more discrimination I should speak up more on it and say that it's not fair it does I'm no better than somebody because my skin is lighter it doesn't make yeah. any sense yeah um you can jump to the fetishization of people who are lighter skinned uh people of color that's pretty gross too. You know, you get hit from, again, all different sides, but truly colorism is also another large part, not just in the cosplay society, but in all facets of the world. Um, but it is definitely prevalent in the cosplay community. Um, and it's, it's not fair. And it's something that people should be called out for more. Right. Um, because I feel like that that's another part of the issue that doesn't get touched on enough from what yeah. I've seen. You know? Yeah. Right. Um, okay. There any Anything else about like the whole subject in general that you wanted to add or anything um, else that comes to mind or? I guess if, if I, ha I, I always kind of like leave it off of this is that at the end of the day, you know, again, we're, we're all dressing up as people that don't exist unless you are dressing up as somebody that does exist. I don't know. That's, that's a, another story, I guess, but we're all dressing up as these fictional characters Yeah. for fun. And so <laughs> there's no room for hate in this community. There shouldn't be. And I want people to know that you can cosplay any way that you want to cosplay, be it super accurate or super inaccurate, be it your own design or stick true to the design, as long as you aren't hurting any community of people, you aren't hurting someone or yourself trying to achieve a cosplay standard, as long as everybody's safe, um, you can be whoever you want to be. You truly can. And I don't want anybody to think that they can't because they don't see it. Yeah. You know? So. Exactly. Okay. Um, so I guess going on to the next section, which mm -hmm. is, I mean, I, I title it Franchise Design Slash Teacher Technique, but then we mentioned at the top of the show that, uh, yeah, how the hell did you do your line? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so I always, it's funny because I, so this is the Lionel build is, um, was done from very wonderful and generous opportunity from cosplay supplies where they uh, provided me with the materials to build this cosplay. Um, oh, that's good. As well as Arda Wigs who provided the wig. And I actually, for the first time, documented how I like create a cosplay outside of Instagram story shots where you just see me in a corner huddled over foam, like <laughs> looking like- um, Like a gremlin. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 
golem just like taking away. Um, so the build is uh, like most of my builds is all learning by trial and error. And so, um, actually, um, I feel like I always forget names. So give me a second because I'm gonna look her up. Sure. Um, she did uh, the Disney Fantasia centaur body. Um, okay. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry that I'm blanking. That's all right. On this wonderful cosplayer's name, who is also a great inspiration to me. Um, oh my gosh. Well, I guess to, to fill in this little small void. Um, yes. <laughs> well, what made you choose the golden Lionel out of all the other colors? Oh, okay. So that's super easy. Why not? There's just something about that glittery gold giant beast who was so badass and the strongest of all the Lionels that I was like, if I have to do one, it has to be that one. But second, I didn't have to put body paint on. And that oh, was, yeah. I was sold, sold on that. <laughs> I like, oh, I don't have to. I've only ever body painted once and it was for Princess Bubblegum and it was, it took so long and it was so splotchy and I was just like, oh, I don't know if I want to keep doing this. <laughs> I don't know if I want to. I don't want to do this again. How about no? Green and all these. Ginny D. That is that is the cosplayer who created the um, Fantasia Centaur. I think I've heard that name before. And um, online, she had posted some progress pics that um, I studied a little bit to figure out how I would go about creating the Lionel body. Um, but essentially, what I did. So it's it's a PVC pipe structure internally for the body. And so it's kind of mapped out like a like a, a cube that is slightly butt shaped, um, and then around the back two pipes of that cube is where I kind of patterned my actual thigh into EVA foam, so that it would be the same shape as my as the front legs essentially my legs would be. Right. Um, yeah. 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 Then I also used. Um, a thermoplastic to mold and sculpt my calves. And there is an additional PVC pipe that is hinged to the base so that it would, the leg would move back and forth. Okay. Um, and then padded the whole thing with kind of like a, uh, I guess if you want to call it seat cushion foam, like something you'd put in like, like your couch or something. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, padded that around so it would get more of like a horse shape. <laughs> If you will, <laughs> I EVA patterned, um, and I didn't, I didn't pattern it to me, but I EVA patterned a, a butt so that it would be good on as well. <laughs> so that it's too like I can't wait until I finish editing that video and put it up because it's the dumbest part of the whole build. I just drew two like ovals that were kind of butt cheap shaped, and then glued it so that it was on top of the horse. So that it would have the whole horse body, and then it's just strapped with like uh, parachute buckles to my front, and then because of the armor strapping, it kind of hides it. So okay, cool. And then so the legs are wired with clear wire to my front legs. So when I walk, it walks along. Oh, they're kind of oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It the structure of the PVC pipe is strong enough that the legs do stand up on their own. And because it's just a PVC structure with light foam around it, it's light enough that I can, like, at a steady pace, (laughs) (laughs) with it. Um, I'm not. I'm not taking brisk strolls in this thing. It's very no, no, no. Process, but uh, I can walk with with the body. Um, I will admit that it is slightly uncomfortable after a while, but um, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, yeah, still trying to alter it so that. If I do take it to a convention one day, which it's a doozy to try to take somewhere. Um, oh, yeah. I had a hard problem trying to fit it into my car to the photo shoot. That was like a good 20 minutes there. But um, I have a tiny huh. car. <laughs> so just trying to... Oh, boy. And neighbors watching me shove a horse butt into my <laughs> my car was fun. Oh, that's a, that's a good image. Yeah. They think I'm weird. It's fine. They've seen me walk out of this apartment with many a costume. That's probably not the strangest one. But, 
shoving that into my car to go. So it, it, it can walk along, but I just structurally, the way it fits against my back, I, I did bend the pipes a little bit to kind of form against, but it's still kind of uncomfortable. So I may pad it or something, but yeah. But um, yeah, such a fun build, but I was, you know, can I cuss on this? Is that a lot? I feel like oh, I'm sure. Why not? I think I did. Okay, I was gonna say I was I, I was bullshitting that build the entire time. Like, yeah. is this gonna work? We're, we'll see. <laughs> I'll just film it all, and if it does work, it's on camera. If it doesn't, I'll just edit that out. <laughs> so <laughs> it was a fun build to do. Very um, challenging, and that's how I like doing my larger build cosplays that aren't just like jokey or cutesy. Yeah. Um, I like challenges when I'm building. Yeah. So that's good. Mm. Always good. Always learn new stuff out of it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited for Calamity Ganon because I am god awful with LEDs. So bad. I've oh, wondered, okay. Um, when I did the Sombra Samus, Sombras cosplay, those are all just fairy lights that I like glued in to the whole thing. Yeah. Because, like, there's no way that I'm going to be able to wire this all up in time. And do it correctly. Right. So that's my next big, big challenge to to kind of hurdle over. Female Calamity Ganon, like from the first game. Yeah, in the way that like, so he he had that like pinkish, orangey glow to all of his pieces, and then of yeah. course when like he's holding um. Uh, one of the like guardian swords and the axe, or not the axe, the spear. He has like eight different arms, but you know all of the weapons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also have that like bright blue LED light. So, um, in my design, I will only have two arms, thankfully. But those two yeah. will also have weapons that will need um, LED attachments as well as the armor will be LED lit as well. So right, nice. Trying to figure <laughs> figure out the math on it. Yeah. Well, no, because I was gonna mention, what do you think about the whole theory about like that did the um the dead body in the oh, yeah, in the sequel it. trailer? Everyone saying it's Gandorf. I think it is. So I mean, like, yeah, is I he gonna have a human form? Are you gonna tackle that? <laughs> well, if I definitely will, if he does come back with a human form, best believe. I've been thinking about doing um, Ocarina of Time Ganon too lately because I just adore Ganondorf. But um, right. if I, I think that he, I, I don't know about if he will have a human form, I, I feel like it'll be just as monstrous as Calamity. But I also like the idea and then also all of the fan art that was coming out. I was going to say, yeah, the, the, let's hydrate Gandorf and make, yeah. him, all, make him all daddy-like. I <laughs> like, like, oh. want to be daddy-daddy. <laughs> like, let me find out. I'd love that if that was the case. Hydrated Ganon is, is fine as hell. I would do it. I'd love to be hydrated Ganon in a heartbeat. But, but uh, right now, my mind is like stuck on, on Calamity Ganon just because I just think it'd be so cool. Ganondorf is just such a badass. He is. In all forms, be it boar or, or you know, his regular just demon king form and hybrid right. warriors yeah full sword wielding and all i think he's just great i've always liked his wind waker design yeah his wind waker is such a badass i know i love ganondorf and i feel like more people should talk about it <laughs> <laughs> more justice for ganon god damn it he won it yeah hold on <laughs> Um. Yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. I mean, I guess for fun we could talk about, you know, eat. I mean, I, I definitely want to do hopefully an episode soon this month focused on it. But like, uh, E3 just happened mm -hmm. last month. Uh, exactly. any game you're excited for? Animal Crossing. Hands down. <laughs> no, no debate about it. Animal Crossing. <laughs> I'm, uh, you're I'm, one of those. Yeah, well, here's the thing, right? So, 
I'm I'm a I'm a gamer. I game very, you know, often, often being probably every single day of my life, have since I was three years old. Um, I've played every type of game under the spectrum, but there's something about Animal Crossing that is just so incredible. <laughs> Ever since in 2003, when that when the first um, commercial came out for Animal Crossing, where it was like all of them dressed up, like it was people dressed up in like villager puppet, like giant, like mascot costumes, pretending they were in the real world, like MTV's real world. And I was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. I need all of it. And it has grown into one of the greatest franchises I've ever seen. Now this is coming from me who's like, my favorite video game is is Chrono Cross. I'm a large RPG, JP, JRPG player. Oh, we're gonna get along play, just fine. That's, yeah, me too. Yeah, um, yeah, but I play horror games and I play this as a, all different types of like hardcore games in the sun, but there's something about Animal Crossing that just keeps me coming back for more. So I was very much the one that was like, let's get to the Animal Crossing announcement. I'm cool skipping everything else, even though there's so many cool games that are about to come out. Um, I can't wait. I just did Rossetti. Rossetti is my favorite character in all of Animal Crossing. He's everything. Yeah, yeah. He's so aggressive, and I love it. You dripped up as him, and then you found out that he's out of a job. Yeah, the same, the night that they announced that, or the day that he announced that he was out, I was out for the majority of the day and then dressed up as Rossetti that night. And I, I was not on my phone the entire day. I've been trying to oh be God. better about being on social media. So I was not on my phone that entire day. So I was like, this is going to be great. This is the dumbest thing I've ever done. I'm so excited. It's cute. It's I, cute I Thank you. I love Rossetti. I was like, this is perfect. I'm just going to be a meme. And so DV was here and she was taking pictures and we were being stupid. And then I, I was like, all right, that's a good night. I'm going to call it a night. Went to bed, and it's not until the next morning that I get on Twitter, and I was like, what do you mean he's fired? What are you talking about? The birth of the autosave. I was, I was crushed. My heart was shattered into so many little pieces. Robots are taking our jobs. No, robots are taking the jobs. Rights for moles. We, we have rights too. <laughs> Starting a union. God damn it. We're going on strike. <laughs> that's funny because um, I was thinking so for BlurredCon is, is um, next weekend and I because of the heat I was still deciding on what cosplay I should do. And I was like oh I might like make like a really cute maid as Isabel one and I was like or I could take Rossetti but make a giant picket sign. And just march around. <laughs> We're gonna get his job back, you guys. We have to do this. It's a must. It's a necessity. <laughs> God, that's so. Oh, uh, no, there's a lot of games though that E3. Um, Cyberpunk is gonna be cool. I'm actually really excited for that. Um, again, oh hey, Keanu Reeves. I know the best. <laughs> The best E3, like all oh, the God. reaction videos are priceless. Oh my oh, God! <laughs> that just that turn back. Oh, Keanu Reeves is everything. I think a Cyberpunk might be one of the ones that I'm the most excited about. Honestly. I am too. Yeah, because I mean, like, I tried The Witcher, mm -hmm. and I mean, I I liked it somewhat. I didn't really do anything with it because it was just like i was starting to play it and then it was just it was giving me a lot of world of warcraft vibes and then mm -hmm. thinking back to my time with world of warcraft I was like i don't have this kind of time i can't <laughs> play this game it's a huge game i i really like witcher and witcher 3 was incredible um i'm a huge gwent player okay huge gwent fan um it's funny i used to have a whole set and then um my car got broken into and they took my purse which had my gret my gwent set in it oh no I since I need to buy a new one, but oh no, huge fan of Gwent. Witcher's cool, so I I'm excited to see how um how Cyberpunk turns out. Yeah, um, I already put in my pre-order for um the Final Fantasy VII remake. Yes, of course. I that am... was another blow away moment where I was yeah. just like, this looks so cool. And then even all the cosplays that have already come out of it, and it's been how how many weeks has it been? Like. Not even close, not even to, a, a, close a to a month. month. It's been a month, so probably like four-ish weeks, maybe. 
God bless all the Tifa remake cosplayers. Thank I you. Know. Yeah. <laughs> blessings on blessings on blessings because they all look incredible. Oh my god. So fast too. People build so quickly and sometimes I'm just like, wow, like you're incredible. Within like five days I see stuff popping up like, what's the matter with you people? Why are you, you crazy? Right. You know what my five day cosplay is? Rossetti. <laughs> 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 like, this is the one that I should release. No, it's incredible. People who can um, churn out builds quickly, I very much admire. Um, I think the fast, well, the fastest build I've ever done was a Riju cosplay, Breath of the Wild. I did oh, that in yeah. two days, but that was like two like sleepless days before Otakon two years ago. And it's because a, n another cosplay that I wanted to do was falling through, and I was like, oh, I want something else to bring. Right. And so I like crunched the hell out of that. But, yeah, man, people who can consistently churn out these cosplays, like, incredible. Jessica Negri, definitely one of them. Yeah, yeah, she made, like, five different made outfit versions of her cosplays in, like, a week and a half, I think. Yeah. Um, eh, she's nuts. Yeah, like, I love, <laughs> I love it. her. Yeah. Like, so, so fast. So fast, so fast, and and well done. Those yeah. are my favorites. Where it's like super quick, but like it's still like a super like clean build. Her dragons were done in a couple of weeks. Like okay, yeah. lady, right? Okay, like so cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say like Ganon was pretty fast. I I did Ganon within like three weeks maybe, but like Meta Knight took forever. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Way longer than I ever anticipated it for it to take. It really came out amazing, though. Like, I was fawning over the armor and how it looks, and just like, oh my god, this girl is awesome. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. That one's my baby. That's, that's yeah. probably my favorite cosplay so far, which is why I hate that it's so hot, because I really want to go wear it. I, would, I was going to ask, you probably can't wear that long, can you? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Comfort-wise... Because I learned a lot when I did um, the Sombra Samus one, which is quite uncomfortable. That, like, if I if there's a way I can build to make everything fit comfortably, I'm going to do it. So I can wear Meta Knight for a long period of time. Um, especially if I'm not wearing heels with it, if I'm wearing, like, regular shoes. When oh, I have yeah. heels, it's a different story. But um, I also just have to remember to stay hydrated. If I'm oh, hydrated, yeah. it's like I'm wearing like clothes. But if it gets hotter, you know, it's not as comfortable because it's all just full coverage too. There's not a lot oh, of yeah. room with foam. No, so, it's not. So when it when it gets hotter, it gets more difficult. But usually in good temperature, I could wear that for hours on hours because I really try to make these builds like comfortable for long wear. Yeah. But I also messed up at Katsu, or <laughs> like down to hot chocolate first thing in the morning drank no water and i was like i feel awful oh, <laughs> like, yeah. like, i'm going to that'll happen if i don't sit down and drink three gallons of water immediately so you live and you learn that's <laughs> the gist of it all right <laughs> um anything else you want to add or talk about um yeah, I don't know. I just want people to to stay healthy. Make sure you eat your vegetables, drink your water. Um, cosplay <laughs> is for everyone. Uh, be nice. Don't be mean. Being nice is free. Um, I guess you can follow me on my socials uh, at Falafel Cosplay on Instagram. P H A L A F E L Falafel. Like yep. the food. Um, same on Twitter. Uh, YouTube Falafel Cosplays, where you can see uh, my first three videos of the Lionel build and the last part, which is going to be the actual butt. That's going to be up soon. Um, follow me on Facebook. Did I say that? Yeah. Facebook and Instagram is Falafel Cosplays with S. Twitter is without an S because I ran out of characters. So it's just uh, Cosplay, which is womp, womp. Um. I'm going to be at BlurredCon coming up uh, next week. That's July 13th, I believe, is that Saturday? BlurredCon. Okay, yep. Um, so July 13th. Um, I don't know when this will be released, 
before or after that? Not too sure. Uh, I could tell you afterward. Yeah, if it, if it is before, you can come say hi there. Um, I'll also possibly be at Otakon. I'm still trying to work all that out. Um, if I am there, I'll definitely be there for one day. Um, I don't know if I'll be there for the whole weekend yet. But um, right. that'll be at the end of the month. Um, and yeah, I just want to help promote a very positive and safe community and space. So thank you so much for and, having me on. Yeah, no, I mean, that would, we're going to end it with, yeah. So you follow Falafel at all those links. Um, you can follow my blog at lightning palace on Twitter and then lightning palace blog on Instagram. Um, new posts go up generally on a Thursday and Friday. Um, and yeah, just stick to the platform that you like to most to listen to my podcast. And I, I think this month is going to be a good one. Like I'm going to get the ball rolling on more episodes and have a uh, much better success in getting a uh, guest to line up to be on the show. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you so, so much for Waffle for being on the show and providing such great insight and advice into a topic that's very important to the cosplay community and, and needs to be looked at mm-hmm. more, definitely. Yeah, so. thank you so much for, for using your platform to to share such stories and narratives and, and um, perspectives on you know, these important issues. So thank you. It's been a pleasure. It's been great. All right. Well, that's about it. I 